Hey everybody, this is Nate Smoyer, and you're listening to the Tech Nest Podcast. This is the show where we sit down with the leaders in real estate and technology to find out what they're doing to transform the way we buy, sell, and invest in real estate. If you've got an interest in real estate and technology, stick around. You're in the right place. Before we get started, a quick word about our sponsor, Offer to Close. Offer to Close is a transaction coordinator service helping agents get more transactions from contract to close. Spend less time doing the paperwork and more time on your business. Learn more at OfferToClose.com. If you're listening to the show, then you know tech is changing all industries and fast. The rental property industry is not immune to this at all. And thanks to our sponsor, XBased, for helping us shine a light on all the services and companies out there changing the real estate landscape. Go ahead and learn more at xspaced.com. That's X-S-P-A-C-E-D.com, Xspaced, the future of rentals for landlords and tenants. All right, what an episode we've got for you guys today. We have Roberto from a company called Gabby AI. That's just their website, but also what they do. They're artificial intelligence. And it's actually really cool and fascinating, this conversation that uh, Roberto and I have. We talk through uh, some of the differences in AI and why it's so important and relevant to real estate. And this is not something where we're talking like, hey, in 20 years from now, you're going to be able to do this thing. We're actually talking about what Gabby provides to agents today. Now, they're still just in beta, uh, but they're getting ready to come out of beta and uh, offer their product to the public. And I think what they're working on is pretty cool and does solve a specific pain point in many realtors day to day. So stay tuned, check it out. Well, hey, Roberto, welcome to the show. Hey, Nate, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm, I'm a little tired, but uh, we're solving that problem here, as always. Cup of coffee that. on hand. <laughs> that, that's the plus size, but I've got the French press sitting right behind it here is what you can't see. So, <laughs> so it's happening at all times, real time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, thanks. Thanks for taking time out of your day to uh, be on the show here with us. Uh, I, I think that I, I'm particularly excited for you to talk because this is a topic that we haven't touched on yet. Uh, and so I don't want to give any hints away yet. So I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself. Yeah. Let everyone know who you are and what you do. Perfect. So my, my name is uh, Roberto Moreno and I'm the co-founder of uh, Gabby.ai. And basically, we are a communication platform or an AI assistant that helps basically real estate agents build better relationships with their customers. So yeah, and uh, I've been around for about, you know, probably about 10 years in the real estate tech space with some other tech companies. And uh, we're excited to bring, you know, uh, artificial intelligence into the industry and, and you know, be able to help agents, uh, not replace agents, but being able to help them. I love that little caveat you threw in there. That's to keep you safe in all the agent media circles, huh? That's right. But we are trying to enhance the communication. So, you know, you know there is different ways of di disrupting the industry. And, and uh, you know, we want to be able to bring AI into the, into the, into the space. As it's quite not there yet where it could replace an agent. Okay. So we have to first understand the basis of AI, artificial intelligence. Sure. So can you help us understand exactly what is AI and why do we need to be paying attention to AI specifically in the context of real estate? Yeah. So the way that we, so AI is kind of a big general term. You kind of have, you know, a couple key things, which is like natural language processing, which is NLP we call. And that's really where uh, computers can understand a conversation. So they're able to understand your, you know, they might be able to understand our video conversation that we're having here. And it's able to do certain things based on that. So NLP is sort of the space that we're in. Uh, there is other things like machine learning and, 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 um, and some other, you know, you know computer vision uh, spaces where we're not really dabbling into yet. But, um, you know, in the natural language processing, you know, agents are talking all the time. We do everything through our communication. So we're constantly on our phones communicating and, uh, and uh, you know, we're, we're, we're dealing with a lot of that messaging back and forth. So really the space that we focused on is on the natural language processing and, uh, and how do we understand conversations or understand voice calls and how do we do automate those things or enhance those uh, as part of the, the conversation goes. Got it. So we are not yet at the day where 
robots will be walking people in the houses and or houses will just have a full conversation with you and you can say offer this much and they send the offer over you know i i don't think we're quite there yet i think there's a lot of hype on what ai is and a lot of uh misinformation out there yeah. um you know i think we're close but we're not there quite there like the, the algorithms are coming out you know it's not like they're coming out with new ones every single day you know these things have been around for many many years and because of the computer power nowadays they they're becoming more you know accepted and they can be used more value that they can be, provide more value because you got more more compute power so yeah, yeah i don't think we're there maybe about maybe six to ten years we'll start seeing a little bit more of that yeah yeah well that that'll be exciting for that day and then we'll have the discussion whether or not the agent stays or goes you might be having a conversation with the ai who knows <laughs> it's gonna make my podcast very boring yeah it might have personality who knows <laughs> so before we get into the details of gabby tell me what's behind the name uh so realtors like to talk a lot <laughs> so so I, it came from our tech team you know they're like what do realtors do? They like to gab a lot or talk a lot. So th that's where really Gabby came from is, is from, uh, you know, the talking a lot, you know, the communication. So that's, that's really where the name came from. I see, I see. I got it. That's cool. Um, okay, so let's summarize it. Uh, we start big and then we'll start diving in a little bit further. What is the big problem that Gabby's actually solving for realtors? Yeah. So there's kind of two problems. So one is the problem for the agents. Right. So, you know, nowadays generating leads is not a problem. Like there's tons of different ways to generate leads. That um, depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> Cause I, I just got off the phone with a lender yeah. and, and, and a mortgage uh, broker and, and this past uh, week at housing wire and lead gen was one of the biggest topics. Really? So I, I think, I think you're one of the, uh, the outliers there, but I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, I just want to say it. And maybe it's just because like I said, we help people generate needs before. So it's kind of yeah. like, you know, maybe we have a little bit of that, you know, we've been doing it for so long. You kind of, you know, but even, you know, when I talk to agents in the United States, they're like, Oh yeah, I get, I get a lot of leads. I just don't know what to do with them. Mm. Right. So, so the biggest thing is, so the, so one of the problems is that, you know, let's say you are generating a lot of leads. Um, you know, the first problem that you're going to encounter is you're not getting back to these leads on a timely matter, number one, and, um, and you're losing business. We all know that, you know, if you do generate leads, you need to be responding to them within less than five minutes or almost real time. Yeah. Now, and why is that in less than five minutes? Because they'll go somewhere else. Like if, if, if an agent doesn't get back to the, the customer, they go somewhere else to find the information, right? And these are... You're, you're saying this in the context of just like realtor.com and Zillow leads or anything from Zillow leads to Facebook leads to, you know, a phone call, to, you know, anywhere you're getting your channels from your leads. Yeah. You know, if, 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 we, if the realtor doesn't know you and they just, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm thinking of buying a house that I just drove by. They're going to see the first number they call on the bus bench. They're going to call that number. And if you're not there, they're going to call the next one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right? And, and we all know, and, and the issue with that is like, you know, as you know, a person can only maybe handle maybe five to 10 active customers in a month. So if you're generating a lot, how are you, how are you building these profiles of these other people and how are you helping them? And that's usually where the team teams start to build because you know, they just physically, you cannot handle, you know, to be able to like work with that many customers. It's just, yeah. And, and that's the ebb and flow that all businesses, exactly. a, lot, a lot of sales businesses experience. Right. Um, yeah. The other thing is, you know, 80% of realtor time is on what we call non-money making tasks. So these are things like driving around, putting the signage, uh, getting the keys, you know, doing this and that. So 80% of their time is on like non-money making tasks and only 20% of their tasks are where they're making their money. So that's things like building relationships, so like belly to belly meetings, right? Showing homes, negotiating and offering. That's, that's really where the 20% is and where the value is, right? So our goal is so our goal for Gabby is to how do we start taking away from those 80% and how do we start chunking away that and looking at each one and saying, can we either automate it or can we enhance it? And in hmm. certain things we can automate and certain things we enhance it. Um, so, you know, so that's basically the, the, the agent problem is that, you know, how do we get back to leads? How do we communicate with these people in a fast manner? If you are working with a lot of customers and you're getting a lot of different questions, how do you answer back to these people quickly? Right. Hmm. You know, if somebody's like, Hey, what's the condo fees of this property? You got to go into the system and pull that information. So that's a, there's a lot of just wasted time. 
Um, then there's also a lot of errors and delays. So, you know, if you're, if I'm talking to a customer and, um, you know, I'm talking to the lawyer and stuff, you know, there could be a lot of communication that could be missed and, you know, between all the parties. So that's another problem is like, how do we, how do we organize communication or how do we organize messaging into an easy way that agents can kind of like see everything that's happening. So that's on the agent side. So on the consumer side, which I touched a little bit in is like, they're expected to be responded within less than five minutes. So we already know that that's a fact. Everybody talks about that. Mm -hmm. The other thing is they want to be able to ask for the information. So I feel like people want to like, once they have a contact, they want to be able to ask information like, Hey, what's this, what's this, like that instead of searching for the information. So that's another factor that the consumers are kind of seeing. And yeah, yeah so, so that's the other thing. And the other two, the other important one is consumers want to be talked to the way they want to talk to. And in this case, Right now, SMS is still one of the most powerful ones that consumers yeah. have. So 89% of conversations are happening through SMS. And this is happening between realtors, it's happening between realtor and lawyer, lawyer uh, you know, realtor and customer. So it's really happening with an SMS right now, and that's really where it's all kind of happening. So there's a lot of, you know, that's, yep. you know, people still want to be communicated that way. Uh, they don't want to be communicated, uh, you know, in other ways. And we'll start seeing Facebook and, and some other ones kind of creep up, but SMS is still the number one for communication. That is so true. And um, we, we just had uh, Tyler Cobble, who's one of the, the top commercial brokers in Nashville. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things he talked about was, you know, we were kind of joking about the realtor voicemail. Right. Right. Because, I mean, you just can't you know, the, the realtor voicemail, that inbox fills up so fast. And then, so he, you know, he was like, I got Pat live, you know, so there's always someone to answer the phone for me so that, because otherwise, you know, if they do try and call me to get my voicemail, it, my voicemail says, text me. I mean, that's the best way to, to actually right. hold me. And on the other side, you know, when I first got my license, I called a bunch of my friends and I said, Hey, uh, I, I want to know why you bought a house. What, 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 why did you choose that realtor this and the other? And my, my one friend was like, well, honestly, I liked my realtor cause he would just text me and I didn't want to be on the phone like this. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I was like, Whoa, that's interesting. Okay. I, I didn't realize that people would do business like that. So you're building an app. You guys are building that solution to not only be able to capture the leads, but it's right. already setting people up where the, the expectation is number one, they get information right away. Right. And then number two, it's in a medium that we're very acceptable or accepting of. That's right. So we're, we're not trying to change the way they communicate. We're just trying to be in the same space that they're, they're already communicating and just enhance. Yeah. Right? So like if I was to ask 10 realtors at an event, like, do you use your native SMS phone to do all your transactions and conversations? And the answer is going to be yes. Yeah, most of them do. Yep. And I say, well, how do you know which conversation is attached to what conversation? Like, how do you know you talk to this mortgage broker for this customer? Well, you don't. So SMS was never built for that. Right. Okay. So, so that's really where like, so the first thing we do is we, we take a message, we're a messaging app where we organize all your SMSs in a time in a timeline. So we know that, Hey, you made a call. Here's the car recording. Um, you know, you made a call to the mortgage broker to ask about something. You link that conversation to this. And at the end of the day, you can see the whole history of that customer from the lead that came in all the way to close and beyond. Yeah. yeah. So that's the first thing we do. Um, so that in itself is very powerful. This is very powerful with teams because they're able to transfer whole conversations between team members. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I was talking to you, Nate, and you're looking for a house and I said, well, you know what? I got, you know, James over here. He might be a better fit because he knows that area better. I can transfer what we've already talked about, our phone calls, our SMS messaging over to him. And he can start off where we left off. Where in most cases, you know, if I just told, you know, hey, I need to talk to this customer. He's got to start again from the beginning. Right. Right. So that's really the first thing. And, and that's what allows us to do the AI stuff. Mm -hmm. Second in the second phase. So the second phase is where it, Gabby is always listening and is always learning, right? So what that means is that um, we go back to those tasks that we looked at and said, okay, well, how do we take care of some of the 80% 80, 80 of those tasks? And, and the first thing we did was scheduling showings. So that takes between 15 to 20 minutes per customer. And yeah. in the area that we were testing it, they didn't have a, a software solution that was used by all the realtors where they can be like, Hey, I want to schedule these showings. Can I see your property at this time? So 
So that yeah. didn't, that wasn't, you know, widely used in the city and it was all done through SMS. So the first thing we did was we took care of that. So what we did is we built a, so Gabby's able, so the, the realtor basically, let's say you're my customer Nate and you're like, Hey, I want to see these 10 MLS properties. I just tell Gabby schedule these properties. Gabby starts communicating with all the listing agents, finds the best route, you know, through SMS, ask if it's available and starts to collect the information and does the showing from A to Z. So it's able to do this without the realtor even touching it. And that's where we start using things like natural language processing, where we're understanding what the other agent is saying. Cause wow. in some cases the agent might be like, Oh, you know what? The customer decided to put it up for rent. So then we flag that property as like, you know what? We can't show it because it's now rented. Right. right. Now if Gabby fails and the customer, the agent decided to tell us a life story about something else that's not related to what we're asking, we just flag it to the agent and say, Hey, we didn't understand this conversation. It might need your manual assistant. And that could either be done by an administrative person or another team member. So that's just one example of how we're doing uh, Gabby. Uh, Gabby's doing AI. The second part is Gabby's integrated with MLS. So this is, this is really cool. So when you and I are talking and you say to me, Roberto, Hey, Roberto, what's the HOA fees of the condo we just saw yesterday or the condo X Gabby listens and Gabby. So, so we're on the phone. No, we're texting. Oh, we're texting. Okay. All right. So we're not on the phone yet. AI is quite not there at the voice level yet. Okay. Because that's a little bit, that'll, that'll come. But most of the stuff that we're doing is through SMS. So I'm texting you, okay, the property I want to buy, you know, it's yeah. going to be something funky, man. It's going to have like a six car garage. It's sure. five acres yeah. and it's zoned industrial, but it has a house on it. Right. That's right. I'm, I'm texting you. I, well, I want to know how much, well, I, I want to know how much is this thing? Right. So let's say I'm busy showing some other homes right. or you know, on a meeting, then Gabby is able to pull that information much quicker. And basically it can do two things. It can either respond on my behalf mm -hmm. and say, Hey, Nate, it's, you know, $400,000, let's say, you know, um, and, and, and you get the answer quicker, right? right. You don't know that it's yeah. Gabby. You, you could, you could sign it saying it's Gabby or whatnot, but it happens within the same channel, same phone number yep. or Gabby, pre-creates that predefined response to me as the agent and I can verify it, edit and send it. Okay. So it'll, it'll build out the response. Does it ping you say, Hey, uh, yeah. it, it, so it, okay. It'll ping you and say, Roberto, you need to reply to this text. You'll look down, see the information's there. Oh yeah. That looks right. And send. Exactly. So like those are two examples of, of, of things. Now Gabby can be integrated with any data set. So it could be MLS, it could be city permit information. So basically, Sorry. That's, that is so fascinating. Yes. So that and it's MLS data. It's pulling MLS data. So we're not going, you know, the, the, we're not going out to Zillow. We're not going out to the other brokerage sites and hoping that they have the right info or Craigslist. It's right from whatever gets input to the MLS. That's right. So Gabby has access to whatever we give it access to. So in this case it would be MLS. Yep. If it's a property manager, maybe it's property rentals or whatnot. But right now we're focused on the, on the, on the residential kind of team kind of sales stuff. Um, so yeah, so that's another, like, so it integrates with MLS and then it's always learning. So like we continue to give it tasks or skills that it can learn. Right. But just in that self, if you're dealing with like 20 people and you have 20 people asking questions in a month, that's very hard to do to be able to, okay, I got to go research and give that. So Gabby kind of alleviates by eliminating some of those, those communication repetitiveness. Right. Yeah. Another thing that another way that it can ha that Gabby can handle is like, let's say a lead comes in at two o'clock in the morning. Well, guess what? Gabby can start that conversation with that customer. Right. <laughs> and and I just want, I just want somebody who's like, yeah, right. Text me right now. You know? And they're like, Holy crap. That agent replied. Yeah. So the smartness of it is like, it's not a, it's a hybrid solution. What we're trying to do. We're trying to enhance the conversation. We're not trying to have, we're not trying to be a bot that's sitting on a website that's sitting separate from the agent. Right. right? So that, that's really, you know, like that's where a lot of the tools out there. They're kind of sitting on their own. They're kind of doing the lead nurturing. And then when it's done, it kind of gives it off to the agent and then they have to take it over. But the yep. problem with them is just, it, it doesn't, it's not a natural flow for the consumer. It's not a good flow. So uh, with Gabby, like I said, the flow is a little bit more natural. Uh, we're not going to say, did you mean, uh, did you mean Seattle downtown or did you mean Seattle, you know, some other little town or, or whatnot? Um, right. 
it, it just kind of goes through the questions and it kind of collects and says, great, you know what, I'll get, we'll, we'll, I'll be calling you tomorrow with some options or whatnot. And it's just more of a conversational kind of, uh, you know, kind of feel to it instead of like, you know, are you looking for a two bedroom or three bedroom? And then you got a two bedroom and like, it's very robotic. It's not robotic. So yeah. So those, and in a nutshell, that that's really what Gabby's about. It's, it's about how do we enhance the conversation um, and how do we help the agent be able to communicate in a natural way to their consumers? Um, you know, not, not only at the beginning of the lead, but also right. after, after the transaction happens. So if I was to make a transaction with you, Nate, and we closed a deal, and I send you a message a year later uh, through my personal phone, not a CRM phone number or anything like that, your chances of you reading it is a pretty high. You're going to feel special, right? So that's, that's really, you know, you know, SMS is not flooded yet where like email marketing and marketing automation is. So it's still, you know, it's still very, um, like email marketing stuff still works, but it's, you know, I look at my email and I see just email marketing constantly. Right. And I'm mm -hmm. sure customers get that as well. Yeah. I, I, I'm i I'm a special case when it comes to email. I, I just had to upgrade my Gmail because apparently you can't, keep on hand, you know, 200 some thousand unopened emails. Apparently, apparently there's a data limit. And so I actually ended up going through and deleting a whole bunch and archiving a bunch. And I just couldn't get it low enough to where they were like, no, you're too far over the limit. So I, they took my money. But so I see a lot of that, a lot of the same message patterns. Uh, a friend of mine just posted on Facebook today and I really appreciate him posting. It was like, you know, um, subject lines that are forward, you know, a fake RE, colon. My favorite that all the, the information product gurus are doing right now is the oops broken link or oops forgot to, to share the link with you. So they send you two emails. Come on. <laughs> I'm about to start calling people out. But uh, it, the funny thing is that if you look at probably the open rates, it works in a, in, in a way. Like obviously it, it works. You're, you're right. But the same way that pop-ups, it works, right? Pop-ups right. really did at one point work yeah. because they were brand new. Yes. And they weren't abused. But now, I mean, tricking your customers, you know, hey, did you forget this? Or, hey, it looked like you meant to do. No, that's not true. Come on, guys. You're being disingenuous. <laughs> so, and I think that's a challenge, though, with AI. And so let's talk about that for a minute. You know, people are going to get concerned. Uh, let, let's, let's address the scenario. Um, the, I'm going to play devil's advocate, okay? Sure. I'm a realtor and I say, well, Roberto, this sounds awesome, but you know what? I don't want someone else talking to my clients for me. And what right. if this bot hands out the wrong information? What am I supposed to do? Right. And I, and I think you, you hit, you hit a, a, a key point in making this success. So for, for people to feel comfortable with this, they got to start building trust. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, our, you know, you know, our discussions is like, you know, we don't want it to just say a bunch of stuff without you kind of noticing. We want to, we want to be transparent with what Gabby's saying, but you know, if you feel like, Hey, maybe I'm not, you know, we have to start building trust with Gabby. So maybe the, the option is that, you know, you can set it. So Gabby's always checking with you. Like it's still getting all the information. It's still doing all that stuff, but it's always saying, Hey, Roberto, um, this is what the customer wants. Can I send this, mm -hmm. you know? And, 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 you know, so that's how we kind of start building the trust. You're, you're right on. I think Gab AI is scary and you know, there've been some pretty big cases where AI just kind of went crazy. And I think that's what builds, you know, that's what kind of gets this, this thing. But once again, we don't want to like just have Gabby doing all the talking for, you know, we're trying to enhance your conversation. We're trying to help you do more. Um, that that's really our goal. It's not, it's not to replace your conversation. Got it. Yeah. And, and I was going to ask you, I had it on my list, you know, um, does Gabby remove the need for maybe, uh, an assistant in office to handle those calls and conversations for you. Yeah. So the way that we see it is like, you know, typically like, you know, a single agent, you know, when they start getting busy, um, you know, the first thing they look at is they try to hire an assistant or they join a team. So now, you know, are we trying to replace assistants? I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to remove the repetitiveness of what an assistant is doing. 
Um, so, you know, and then when you do, you know, so basically maybe before you hire an assistant, you use a solution like Gabby where it can kind of get you that next level and you can kind of start doing more because as soon as you hire an assistant, it's expensive. You know, you got looking at, you know, 40 to 60 K a salary. Well, that means you got to sell, you know, that many more homes. Right. So, right. so, but if you had something in between, that's kind of helping you communicate more and kind of do more of this stuff, then by the time you hire an assistant, maybe that assistant is doing more valuable tasks. Right. Or maybe that assistant is able, you know, our metrics is, you know, we're hoping that an assistant can handle maybe instead of handling, you know, two realtors, two busy realtors in a team, you know, an assistant can handle five or six. Right. So then that one assistant can do more between the team. And, and I've seen teams that have one assistant for one realtor. And that's that's pretty crazy to me. Um, I mean, if you got a great system, you know, if you just got leads pumping in left and right. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, having, you know a single agent with one assistant. So something like this is an obvious, Hey, I've been trying to figure out how to up my game. I need to, I need to, I need to leverage right. my time better, which is the key word in real estate leverage for many reasons. And so I think you're right. This is, it seems like an obvious uh, step in the right directions for agents who want to go to the next level. You know, there's not enough hours in the day to keep up with prospecting, developing new deals, inspections, open houses, just all the paperwork that comes with being a real estate agent it's just overwhelming sometimes. That's why I'm excited that we've partnered up with Offer to Close. Offer to Close is a transaction coordinator service that I believe you've been waiting for. No lengthy contracts with them, no masses overhead, and you only pay when you close deals. Here's how it works. Offer to Close has transaction coordinators that are also licensed agents, so you can have full confidence in who's helping manage your transactions. Offer to Close helps manage your transactions from contract to close, helping you stay focused on your business rather than administrative work. I want you to go ahead, find out more at offertoclose.com. That's offertoclose.com, offertoclose.com. So what, and we're obviously residential. It doesn't sound like Gabby is yet or going in the direction of commercial. Yeah. Um, describe to me the agent that is the perfect fit. I think we, we almost touched on it, but what's the, who's. So our, our perfect fit is actually teams between two to 10 right now. Okay. So, um, and the reason why is because they're, they're getting, you know, the single agent, they really need to start doing more than maybe 10 to 12 transactions a year in, in, in most locations and they're able to, you know, enable for Gabby to be able to provide value. Yeah. Um, if, they're, if they're doing, you know, maybe four or five, then maybe they're not really doing lead generation as much. And maybe that's the first thing that they need to look at. Um, so our sort of currently right now is, you know, our, our beta is in teams because they're, you know, they have lots of leads. Um, and their, their, you know, their communication between is not there. They want to be able to pass communication through. They want to be able to see, um, an admin to be able to see a whole overview of all the conversations that's happening between all the team members. Yeah. And, and, and that's really, I think where, you know, I think we see the value in is, is when you start getting at that, that next team environment. Got it. Yeah. Um, so then you know, for, for the people who are listening, um, you know, out there, they're like, okay, well, I think I fit that reason. Yeah. Um, but why should I trust Gabby? So then, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to follow up that with, well, why do people, why do people trust you guys? Why do people make the step towards, uh, using Gabby? Okay. Trying to think. Okay. So yeah. So I, I think it's, it's an, it's a, so is it, I'm not sure if it's a trust, if it's a trust thing, then obviously we discussed a little bit about how we're trying to build trust with it, with the customer. Right. Yeah. Um, but if it's a, if it's a cost thing where like, Hey, I can either hire Gabby to help me be able to generate, if I can double my transactions a year, mm -hmm. so then I can potentially hire that assistant that's going to be able to do more valuable tasks, then yep. maybe that's a better route. Right. So, or, you know, maybe I don't want to join a team and I want to be a single agent but I am generating lots of leads because I have a marketing plan and you know, I'm doing all this kind of stuff. What does it cost? <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're still figuring that out. So there is no cost right now. Like I mentioned earlier, it's free. It's free. No, it's not free. <laughs> um, and we're currently in our beta phase. Uh, okay. beta phase will be, uh, you know, uh, we have a couple different strategies. It is a, it's a monthly subscription. So software as a service yep. and it'll be agent based um, and then, and then feature based. Yeah. Good on you guys to try and cut through all the noise because uh, I know reaching agents, um, they're getting pounded over the head with services and services right now. 
Um, you know, it's a, it's a growing sector, but, you know, speaking of, of growth then, so I know you're in your beta stage, but what's something that you have found that's working to help you guys grow? Um, in, in order to, for us to kind of get our beta test or. Yeah. I mean, you obviously have to get people to use it, right? Yeah. So I, so right now it's just a lot of talking to people and, you know, we, we attended the, uh, you know, a couple conferences. So the Inman connect, uh, so we were at the startup value there. Okay. Uh, we were at uh, the NAR Innovation mm -hmm. there, um, you know, so I think those kind of help us kind of get the traction, the initial traction. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, our, our goal is to kind of get our, uh, you know, 50, 50 users within the next couple months uh, for a beta test. And then, uh, you know, then, you know, you know, really work with those users to, you know, you know, tell us, you know, what, what's exciting about them, what's, how that's helping them, you know, be able to do more. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, that's sort of where we're, we're, what, what we're excited about is, is, you know, you know, we've done it internally. We, like I said, our internal team, you know, they're doing it about 80 to hundred transactions, um, with the help of Gabby. Um, um, wow. So that's really good. Um, now, you know, yes, we are marketing. We, yes, we are doing all the other stuff, but, you know, enable to, you know, even just like scheduling showings right mm -hmm. now, it's saving, you know. 15 to 20% per customer. So that's a very interesting metric because they don't have to do all that. Like, Hey John, can I see your property this time, this time? Like there's just a lot of like, like nonsense talking that is just, it's sort of like yep. that. The, yeah. The, the goal is like to replace all the tasks. It's just to replace the ones that are the time consuming, the ones that are repetitive. Right. Yeah. And that's, I think that, you know, people would see the value in there itself. Roberto, let me pause one second. Um, <laughs> The dog. I don't know if you're in the background. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's doing his little. Let me one second. He has this winding up type of thing that he does, where he's first he starts rolling on his back and doing these like belly groans, and that's the warning call of I'm about to lose my head if you don't let me outside. <laughs> This guy has been talking too much. <laughs> I had enough. <laughs> Does it to me all the time. Um, that's okay. Uh, we're at a good spot. And um, let me just make sure. Okay. I'm just going to transition to the next question. So, you know, you guys are obviously beta mode. You're, you're still working through some of the kinks here and challenges. But maybe what's, what's something that you've learned as you've gone that maybe you had to pivot or you realized you were trying something and that wasn't going to work and had to change up a little bit of direction? I think our initial, you know, we touched a little bit based on, on that trust. You know, at first we we're like, hey, Gabby can do all these things. And then we really, you know, when we started testing it internally and talking to other agents, that became apparent that that was a becoming a, a, a big barrier is to how do we build trust? And, and this is in any industry. How do you build trust in, in the artificial intelligence? Like how is it, how are you going to build trust with your customers in, 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 in the sense that they're trying to, you know, in our case, we're trying to help you with AI. Um, yep. you know, so how do you build trust so that they use it just like any other tool, right? Like in a couple of years, we won't be talking about AI because it's just going to be part of everything. Right. We, we don't talk about HTML on a daily basis. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I love it. I love that. Um, you know, so right now and I, I, you guys are just us and Canada focused at the moment, right? Just us. Oh, just us. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, and maybe it is in the in Canada too, but I don't follow outside the U.S. too much, yeah, yeah. the amount of tech investments, uh, especially, specifically with real estate. But, you know, right now, obviously, and then you've been to a few of the pitch fests recently. Yes. Uh, or pitches. <laughs> so, I, you know, I asked everyone, why do you think now we're seeing so much money and time and resources and that's both, you know, that's you and your time and money, but also VCs. Why, why are we seeing now that effort being put into real estate? I think it's, I think the industry, you know, you, you look at the industries and you say, okay, well, it hasn't been, I guess you can look at just how do you disrupt the real estate industry and there's different angles and you're trying to solve different ways. And I think, you know, maybe... I don't know if it's because evaluations are kind of all over the place, you know, you know, is it because, you know, the, everybody's just like, Oh, you need to use a realtor. So a lot of these investments and stuff have been gone to like more disruptive type of, you know, 
products and stuff. There is some going into the industry, but they're still a little wary about like, you know, they're, they're not as risk takers in, in the internal, like they're not trying to, you know, there's not much happening in, 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 there is lots of happening in the inside of the real estate, trying to disrupt it from inside out. But a lot of the companies that are doing that are very stable. Like they've been around for a long time. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I feel like they, you know, so on the VCN, I think they kind of see it as like, hey, we can replace agents or, hey, we could do this differently and, and make a profit out of it. I, you know, that, I, I don't know, like I said, what, what the underlying reason it is. Is it, you know, maybe the market in the U.S. is really hot for real estate and, you know, they're, they're seeing lots of opportunity there. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm not sure, you know, maybe, maybe you might have a little bit more uh, <laughs> thought on that. I have that. lots of thoughts on this. <laughs> but I like to proceed. The thing is, I try not to turn these into monologues. You know, I just like to hear my voice. But <laughs> other people, you know, I think you have a lot to offer. Because, I mean, obviously, you know, I know that you're doing your due diligence and research and who's doing what and what's already out there. And, right. you know, I mean, you, got, you have to build a value proposition. Why are people going to be willing to pay for our product, especially, you know, if – if Google's phone apparently can call and make an order right. for you, why wouldn't I just use the native Google app, which I don't right. know how that works yet. You know, yeah. and it's called duplex, right? That's right. So, so duplex is kind of an interesting thing. Now the technology behind duplex is cool. Here's the, the issue with AI is that there's, there's sort of the horizontal AI, which I, you know, horizontal AI is like Google, Apple, Amazon, they're working on creating algorithms. Okay, so they're the ones who are actually creating the, the, the algorithms underneath that are creating these things, right? That's they do a, the hard math. Yeah, they're doing the hard math. You know, they're hiring all these like smart people to do that, you know, and, and what they're tackling is they're tackling generic domain stuff. And what I mean by generic domain stuff is they're tackling things like, hey, I'm, you know, when I'm having a conversation with Nate on the phone, when he says, you know, let's have a meeting tomorrow morning, you know, they're tackling like, what does tomorrow morning mean? Like that's, that's, they're trying to tackle very common things that are sort of across the language, right? So that it, it's a very generic things. Now, yeah. AI companies are doing like ourselves and other companies is we're saying, okay, great. You know, um, how do we bring AI to let's say in real estate? Well, you need domain expertise. You need to understand the real estate. You need to, you know, they're not working on that. Right. right because if I say, um, I, I have, uh, an interest in a property yeah. versus, you know, that, that could mean different things. Exactly. First off, you know, an interest in, in relation to property right. is there's two different meanings there. Exactly. So, you know, and, and then obviously the meaning interest of in, within financing. So that could get really confusing fast. That's right. So like right now you could use some of the algorithms to understand the basic size of it but then you need to train your own models to be right. able to understand further information because, you know, we have very specific terms in real estate. We have very specific lingo in real estate, right? Yeah. Yep. So that, that's really where Gabby comes in and, and kind of enhances that. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and that's really how, you know, how we see it. Like I said, we're not trying to create algorithms that are going to change the world. I no, we're, we're trying to, you know, uh, alleviate some of the, 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 the tasks, and the, and the, and the hurdles that a single or a team has, you know, that's becoming, yeah. you know, their, their profits are going smaller and smaller. So how do we help them make more, right? How do we, how do we help them, you know, communicate with more people? Cause at the end of the day, it's still very communicate, like communication is still the center of everything. Yeah. That's so cool. I am so glad we're going to shift on gears on that one there, but I, I, I'm so glad that you, we, we got to that point where you talked about having domain expertise versus just that horizontal approach yeah. to it. And uh, I think that's a big deal. I mean, obviously real estate does have a lot of very specific terms that coupled with the English language. <laughs> <laughs> or slangs. There's sometimes that, you know, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, there, there is that. Yeah, if you say NIMBY, does, does Gabby know what that means? Probably not. <laughs> but you know what, if you don't, we could train it. So next time it'll be <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Well, hey, we're going to shift gears into a segment we call For the Future. For the Future, great. For the Future is where I ask each guest who comes on the show to give their best predictions based on the following four questions. Roberto, you ready to play? Let's play. All right. Question number one. What does Gabby look like one year from now? Um, great. So I think uh, Gabby is at the point where, you know, we're alleviating, you know, we talked about the 80% 80, 80 of those tasks. 
we're alleviating between 40 to 60 of those tasks. Wow. Question number two, what will the housing market look like one year from now? That's tough. I'm in Canada, so. Uh, <laughs> you, you, can give a, you can give a Canadian prediction because we haven't, had, we haven't had a whole lot of, I'm trying to think if we've had anyone else who's actually based in Canada. We had Yale Fox on this season. Yeah. Uh, and he's got some, uh, I hope I'm not messing that up. <laughs> we had somebody who had some connections to Toronto, but not too many other people from Canada. You know, I, I think overall, I think, okay, in Canada, I think that the, there's certain locations where, you know, yeah, they're struggling. Like it's, 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 you know, I think there's a lot of factors there, but yeah, I think, you know, properties are taking longer to sell. There's more inventory. And I think that's happening in a lot of the cities uh, that we didn't have that problem before, you know, got Calgary, Edmonton, you know, um, obviously Vancouver and Toronto, they went through this, like where you would just literally put a sign up and it would be bought within a second. Yep. You know, there was a lot of like Chinese investment and, and there was some, you know, a lot of those things happening. And, you know, I think they changed the rules so that, you know, if you're bringing cash in, I don't know exactly what, but if you bring some cash in, you got to like, they can't, they can't do that anymore. Like there's certain specific rules that, you know, kind of hindered, uh, for an investor to come in and buying properties. Cause they were just properties were just sitting there. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I think Canada, I'm hoping that in Canada, it'll, uh, kind of go back a little bit. Um, there's not much signs of it right now. You know, some people say there is, some people say it's not, um, that, that kind of thing. I think the U S it seems like right now it's a, you know, maybe, you know, from what I read it's you know, it's some areas are pretty hot. Um, and I think it'll continue to kind of just, just be a steady, steady growth. There might be a little bit of a dip here and there, but I don't think it's going to be a, a huge, you know, crash like there was, you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just more of a, you know, anyway, that's my thought. Speaking of crashes, question number three, when will the next big boom or bust happen in real estate? Man, <laughs> uh, let me get my uh, crystal ball. <laughs> no. um, that's a good question. When will the, yeah, you know what? I don't know. I would not, yeah, sorry, man. I, I just, I don't think I can. What's your best prediction? We're, think, we're only recording this and going to hold you accountable. <laughs> I know. You guys going to go back. He's like, Roberto said this. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see, I don't know if it's a boom or bust, but maybe we'll see some, some shifting of the industry in, you know, I think there's lots of things happening and I think, you know, there might be, you know, some dips in some ways and maybe some, you know, booms in some other ways, right? So maybe with disruption, you know, some things will kind of be, you know, high and things will be, you know, lower kind of thing. So maybe that's, maybe that's what I'll say. That's what I keep it safe. <laughs> Got it. All right. Question number four, what's one thing you believe will fade away or dramatically change in real estate as a result of technological advances? What would fade away? I think, hmm, it's a good question. Let me think here. What would go away? Man, this could be a lot of things that could go away. Um, I don't think agents will ever go away. So that, that's, that's a good thing. I think agents um, would shift their, their, their roles as an agent would shift. Um, mm -hmm. um, just because information is becoming more available, easier to get. Um, I think we'll probably see maybe less agents and maybe more specialized agents. Maybe that, maybe that, maybe that's it. And technology, you know, I think technology is always shifting. So I think we're going to see new stuff all the time. You know, you know, you know, you could say you maybe, you know, yeah, like I said, maybe email will start dropping a little bit maybe, and maybe it'd be different ways of communicating. I, yeah. It's a, it's a tough one. Yeah. I don't argue with you. Um, you know, it's, and for someone, and I think this just highlights that as much as we know what's happening, we don't really know what's going to happen. That's right. And I mean, you're working in AI. So I, I just kind of assume that maybe you had some like special, you know, you had your own algorithm, artificial intelligence telling you the future here, but uh, it's not clear to everyone that it doesn't just work like that. So it, it doesn't um, work like that. We're not there yet. Not yet. I think people are, you know, they're, you know, oh, they're going to come replace your jobs. Yes, 
certain jobs, like very specific task jobs will be replaced, sure. Um, but skillful professionals, I think they're, it, they're not going to go away. They're just going to shift. So the expectations of the customers is going to shift. The, the role of that, you know, in this case, agents are going to shift. So maybe yeah. they become less, you know, they're not going to provide, the, they're not going to be the data people. They're, they're just there, you know, as, as a support. Maybe they become more of a support, which they are right now, and more of an advice. Maybe they become like, you know, which they are, some, like they are, but I'm just saying less of the tedious tasks and all these kind of things starts to go away. And then, um, you know, they, it, it's more about still service and, and still building that relationship at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, we're going to go into the last three here. Uh, these questions are focused on you. So they give our listeners an opportunity to learn more directly about you. Yeah. Um, first one is, uh, what are you reading? And that can be books, blogs, magazines. What do you like to read? Um, I love to read, you know, I'm an online person. So I kind of read a lot of articles. Um, you know, I kind of use the flipboard kind of thing and just kind of have my very specific things of so technology to business to, you know, real estate and just kind of keeping my pulse on, on things that, that are happening. Obviously, AI is pretty big uh, yep. for us. So we, we do follow that quite a bit. Uh, luckily, we are in, uh, in a city that is it's a it's a it's a AI hub in Canada. Mm. Uh, you know, we have Google, um, you know, we have Google DeepMind here at our university and and, uh, you know, we have a lot of these big companies coming into the city uh, to set up shops here. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of following a lot of that stuff. And there's not one source of information for AI right now. It's kind of coming from multiple sources. So that's really, um, you know, kind of, you know, always looking for, you know, what's happening out there and stuff. So just different sources, different blogs, podcasts, that kind of thing. You know, I don't have a set. Any specific podcasts or blogs other than TechNest? <laughs> TechNest, didn't I say that? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what there's there's a lot of good um you know there's some good agents and real estate people that are doing like videos on facebook and stuff so you know like you know those i don't have a, one on top of my head but okay they do they're doing some good stuff like i think they're doing a, a good value yeah all right question number two who are you learning from <laughs> uh, in what way <laughs> I'll let you run with that. Uh, sure. So we, so, um, so I obviously we try to surround ourselves with, you know, some, some leaders in the industry and, and we're trying to build our, our, our team here, but, you know, we've been lucky enough to have some, um, some, some good advisory boards through our, our process here. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, obviously that's, that's been kind of a key for our successes to, you know, we, we've run a company before now we're sort of a startup. So this is a little bit different. Um, you know, you, you, you have different challenges. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, it's, you know, like I said, I think our advisor, our, our current advisors were really good. And, uh, you know, that those are sort of like where we're learning from. And then we're just from talking to other people, just, yeah. you know, asking questions and getting feedback and customers. So just, you know, you know, just keeping our ears open at all times, just to really learn from everybody. Got it. And the final question here, uh, what inspires you? <laughs> I, I think what inspires me, I, you know, I think, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about the, the, the future. I'm really excited about technology. I'm, I'm really passionate about real estate and how that is, is shifting and changing. So, you know, and that obviously that inspires me in the, in the business. Um, you know, obviously in family, you know, I have a, a, a two year old and he inspires me every day. He just, you know, changes, you know, there's something new every day and, and it just, you know, just that, you know, sponge that's always learning. And, and, you know, that, that really inspires me to, you know, you know, continue to move forward and be better and everything because, you know, that, that's still very important is, is that. Yeah. Roberto, thank you so much for your time today. Um, you, you know, I think if, if I'm walking away with anything off the show, you know, for me, I'm thinking through uh, a little bit more and I'm actually a little bit more hopeful about uh, the support AI can play and its role it's going to be in real estate. I, I do, I, you know, I'm the guy who does dream of the day where I can walk a property. I'm just <laughs> talking to it. And I tell it this, you know, the, how to structure the offer, whether I'm a realtor or not, you know, I think that that day could come. 
But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, you just talk to I them. I cannot say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, you know, that's just me dreaming. I, I, I'm playing the role of a futurist, if you will. But no, I, I appreciate you sharing because I, th- I think it's just, op- you know, I hope it opened up other people's minds as what's possible. Yeah. And it's not that, hey, this stuff is coming. This stuff is here now. We have yeah. some tools available to us now that are, and, and you know, we t- I talked about this with uh, Tyler the other day, Tyler Cobble, and, you know, he had mentioned leveraging technology has really enabled him to have a, more of a life right. outside of just real estate. And, you know, I know the burn and grind for, especially for real estate professionals full time, uh, as well as anyone else working around the real estate industry. You can really take over. And so I'm excited about tools like this that actually give you the ability. Exactly. And I, and I didn't put them down, but yeah. not close the business. So I think that's yeah. very cool. And I think you, you before you we head out. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I think you hit a, a good point is like agents get burned out. And by using technology, they can have a life. They can spend time with their family. They can go on a vacation if they need to, you know, and, and I feel like that's, I think you hit a, a good point there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before, before we head out, um, I got to give you the closing words. How do people get a chance to connect directly with you and how do they go and learn more about Gabby? Sure. So they can just go to, um, uh, you know, Gabby. So G A B B I dot AI. Um, and that's uh, our main website. And there is a definitely a contact form there. You can reach out to me at Roberto at Gabby dot AI. And, you know, would love to chat with people and, you know, people that are interested in the space and, and uh, you know, just have a good conversation because it, because it is a new space. It is exciting and it's changing constantly. So, you know, we want to, you know, we want to educate people about the space and, and what's possible and what's not possible. Right. Cause I think there's some mis- misleading information. Very cool. Well, thanks so much. Uh, keep me posted. You know, once you go uh, for sale and you're ready to tell me the price, uh, you know, let, let me know. Maybe we'll have you back on the show. We got to talk more about, uh, you know, how's it going once you finally launch. Um, and Maybe for we'll else, a totally different thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hey, man, it can happen. You know, it can happen. <laughs> you know, but I, I think it's cool. Uh, I'm excited for you guys. Uh, best of luck. And, uh, you know, hopefully you and I will get a chance to bump at the next uh, Connect event or uh, wherever else because I was in San Francisco, but. We just didn't get a chance to connect. So no worries. We, we are traveling lots. So thanks again for the opportunity, Nate. I, I really you appreciate bet. it. And you know, right. to, you know, if you have any questions or anything else, I'm, I'm here for you. Sure. Okay. And we'll catch you next time. All right. Sounds good. Well, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to the TechNest podcast. Hey, don't forget you can get on the email list. You never miss an upcoming episode. That's TechNest.io. That's T-E-C-H-N-E-S-T dot I-O. Get on the email list. Uh, go to the app store, whether you found us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you found us. Leave us a five-star review and share it with your friends. And if you've got a guest or someone that you'd like to recommend, or if you think that you'd be a great guest on the show, hey, send me an email, nate at realteampanda.com. That's nate at realteampanda.com. See you guys later.